Hey, Internet. This is Here Come the Warm Gents, the Internet's first and only alias podcast. Uh, I'm Matthew. And this is Mitchell. We're a week delayed because I was stuck on the subway and Mitchell said, I don't want to wait for this. Yeah. And he went home. I did. I have all of these great notes about, uh, you know, the spooky Halloween type episode. And uh, they're going to be kind of non sequiturs Oh, I didn't even think about that. You didn't think about that? Yeah. What were you thinking about? Um, yeah, there, there was like weird. You uh, weren't thinking. That's, uh, <laughs> I wasn't thinking like, oh, we got to get this out by Halloween. That's all I cared about <laughs> for our, for our listener. <laughs> and, That's true. And uh, yeah, neither of us have watched it uh, in over a week. Yeah, Not, so, I don't think anyone is currently watching it on Hulu. So no one. We're in ship shape. Yeah. So bear with us. While we piece it together, the otherwise tightly oiled machine of yeah. Here Come the Warm Gents, you might start to see uh, some, uh, what's the thing that you see? Seams? Seams. Um, yeah. cr- cracks? Cracks. Look hard enough, there's cracks. Sure. The guild of your idols comes off on your hands. Let's go with that. Yeah. All right, so it's season two, episode three, Cypher, directed by Dan Atias, written by Kurtzman and Archie, old favorites. Wikipedia summary, maybe this will... Help get you up to speed. Mm. Uh, this is all the least interesting parts of the episode. It will jot. I, I, ha, I have notes and I remember stuff. It's coming back already. So it'll, oh, it'll, good. Yeah. All right. It's like Memento. You got any tattoos? Did you check yourself for tattoos? I'm, just, I'm like that guy in from season one who just uh, like was drawing the yellow. That guy was an idiot. Yeah. All right. Wikipedia summary. Sydney must outwit Sark in order to find a crucial piece of intel. Meanwhile, Jack faces Arena for the first time in almost 20 years. Will finally meets Vaughn, and Sloane is haunted by his wife's death. <laughs> Literally. Sloane, who drinks only water, is seen drinking whiskey in his office. We are told that Emily's garden is dead, but Sloane finds it in full bloom. Again, all of the least interesting parts yeah. of the episode. Those are the most interesting parts of the episode. I no, disagree. It, there was a luge in a suitcase. Sydney wired a thing into a satellite. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but like uh, Sloane being haunted? Come sure, on. but... The haunting is interesting, but usually he only drinks water. I don't... Wait, that's according to the... I've seen him... He drinks fancy-ass wine. He I has think, a man. I, I think that that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've gotten I've, <laughs> enough exposure to spoilers yeah. that I know Sloan and his consumption of water is a thing. But it hasn't shown up yet. He likes to pair wine with men tied to a chair, so... And your favorite, the TV Guide summary. These these go into... I'm The haunted... Uh, what is it? Haunted. Uh, what was the line from that you just read like two seconds ago that I can't remember? Uh, haunted by his wife's death. Yeah, yeah. I, like that's the kind of uh, schlocky thing that I expect from the TV Guide summary. I yeah. bet you it's it's copied word for word. Uh, it's not. It's oh. kind of disappointing, but I still have to put on the uh, soap the, music. Yeah, the game show voice and, and the and the theme from soap. I if, if if you're doing it for anybody, it's for me, and I greatly appreciate it. Oh, good. I, I learned how to do it in auditions, <laughs> so I like to show off the things that I can do. Jack takes action to abort Sid's continued work with Irina, who holds the key to cracking Sark's plans for a Russian satellite armed with heavy-duty abilities. Meanwhile, Will comes face-to-face with Vaughn, who needs him to revisit his ordeal in Taipei. And Sloane gets the creepy suspicion that his late wife may not be so late after all. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what? May not be so late after all. No. All right. Haunted by his wife's death, still pretty clever. Yeah. Sure. 
Because it could be, uh, you think it's like, oh, a literal haunting. It's a literal, it's turning out to be a literal spooky haunting. If only we had been uh, appropriate towards the holiday that just passed. If Fuck. only. Yeah. I, maybe, it can, can I post-date it like a, like a late rent check? Is that how post-dating works? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know how to pay my rent late. <laughs> that's, how, that's how useless I am. Yeah, you get a notification saying we haven't gotten the check, and then you write them a check that was like post-dated like three weeks ago, and you're like, oh, there it is. Is that post-dating or back-dating? That's back-dating, right? Yeah. Wait, that's back... Well, that's po- wait, what? Post-dating would be you, to, you, you give it a future date so they can't deposit it until then. Oh, okay. I think. It if anybody like wants to, to tweet in at us at, uh, at Warm Gents, want to explain to us... Post-dating or back-dating or whatever Anyone checks. want to have any type of interaction with us at all? If you have any experience being a deadbeat tenant, <laughs> fill us in. We've always paid our rent on time. We put mints in the envelope. <laughs> oh, like breath mints. Yeah. Not like uh, shredded meat. <laughs> Wait, mints? Yeah. Mints meat? <laughs> mints. We mince meat in their envelopes. Sydney taking her, uh, her jog to the secret headquarters. Like the sweaty get smart opening. Yeah, what do we find out? You have no idea. No, I'm. I, see, I, I'm this try- is so embarrassing. What I'm trying to remember: heavy is lifting. If, Matt's going to do the heavy lifting. If I if I remembered to bring up the point of, do you think that they actually employed a homeless Vietnam vet? I like, bet that's just, uh, just a guy. It's just a guy who works for the CIA. How old would you have to be to be a Vietnam vet in 2002? You could be in your early 50s. Early 50s? I think so. My dad, yeah, okay. 2002, my dad was yeah. 52, and he tried to try out for the Marines. <laughs> tried to try out for the Marines. <laughs> His audition didn't go well? No, no. So we find out Sydney has to infiltrate the Asiatic Space Agency. Mm. Asiatic. No. no, oh, yeah. I, got, I remember my, my quip. You had a quip? It. Yeah. Go on. Well, do we, let's, we'll get there because uh, Sark brings it up. All like, right. Sark hits the nail on the head. So you find out that last week, Sydney stole a dumb old prototype, but the real camera can see through solid matter yeah. up to 100 meters, which uh, makes a lot of sense. That's a clearly, a clearly defined definition of what this camera is capable of. Wouldn't that have to generate like a shit ton of radiation? Energy? Yeah. Or like, Well, what defines solid matter? Is it like loose like soil? A, clo- a clothing? Yeah, is it a uh, hundred meters of of piled cotton? Yeah, <laughs> is, is it a hundred meters of of steel? Like it's it's not clear. But like solid matter doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's 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 vague enough to be meaningless. Particle board, like anything. Yeah, anything. So they ask, what's his name? Kendall. Right. Asks Vaughn how he feels about <laughs> Sydney visiting Arena. <laughs> okay, go for it. Yeah. And Vaughn, he might as well have asked Vaughn his feelings about abortion. Yeah. It was just the most political, like, well, whatever Sydney does, uh, you know, I'm going to have to support it. I support Sydney's right to uh, to make whatever choice she wants, working with her mother, not working with her mother. <laughs> I think this is where Vaughn's like, well, uh, I respect her choice. Like, the respect her choice is obviously you're going to, when you say that, it's back to abortion it's the code for please don't do the thing i don't want you to do Mm -hmm. and uh he's like well you know i respect your choice but uh your your mom is a certified rambaldi expert yeah like what the where does one get certification for that (laughs) from uh from the cia i guess yeah who else would do it yeah from that kindle guy (laughs) i'm sure he's probably like a notary he can just uh write it out on a napkin stamp it (laughs) <laughs> it just, it's as good as gold. But are there Rambaldi conventions where other certified experts uh, 
shoot the shit and that's, trade stories. It's kind of the vibe I get. It's of pages like, forty-seven and whatnot. They're like they're, they're like those Bigfoot people. <laughs> Arena, she's in her Hannibal Lecter cell mm-hmm. doing auto circadian meditation. She's looking, uh, oh, is she this is where she's doing like the Emily Blunt, uh, yeah, fitness exercises. Yeah, this is a real thing that helps reset sleep cycles. But really, yeah, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> they got to steal a, a music box designed by Rambaldi. <laughs> How do they know about the music box designed by Rambaldi? Because it's all that mother... He designs uh, music boxes and tiny um, scale models of the Golden Gate Bridge. And it's uh, it's got a code for zero-point energy, uh, which, again, it's a real thing, but who gives a shit? Wait, is it an actual real thing? Yeah. Is it like the, the Saint movie with Val Kilmer where it's like cold fusion? Which is like, oh, we, we took two words that exist you know, and I, we added them into something new. I went to the Wikipedia page. I feel like I have... Uh, a bit of a knack for grasping sort of dumb sciencey shit from Wikipedia. Yeah, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I just I, I had to get on with my life. Lip Mitchell, Mitchell. Yeah, we're literally all gonna die. I keep wanting to tell you to put down your phone, but you are reading your I notes. I read my notes. <laughs> yeah. But no, we're we're literally all gonna die someday. Yeah, we're, I, we're choosing to do this. I can't be bothered to learn about zero point energy and then explain it and then get it wrong. Okay. Wait, yeah. is it more of the getting the wrong part? That, that doesn't help, but okay. it's more just what I'm going to, you know, the attic is getting full. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't put that many more boxes in the attic. Just clear I think, some shit out of there. I think the zero point energy, it's it's getting left behind. Uh, okay. Yeah. Opening credits. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this might have the worst opening credits in TV show history. Why this? It's weird because the uh, alias logo itself mm-hmm. is, I think, rendered in lower definition ah and but then all of like the the particle lighting effects are very sharp and clear huh i didn't notice that yeah that's not why it's bad but it's a thing that bugs me but yeah it's it's kind of uh characterless i don't care for the theme that much maybe it's one of those you know how they have the uh the opening credits for like the pilot or like you know with a really nice snazzy ones and then they have like oh alias like oh we got to get this they, they have the like we have to get it out of the way so let's just throw up the shitty logo really fast and get back to the story that's yeah and this is the start of tv shows doing that yeah like, oh well, they've been doing they were doing that way before that like, no the whole... but, but they used to have you know opening credits yeah and it would set the mood and the tone and and uh those mean the same thing, but it would uh see you know, get, see uh benson getting attacked by dogs got you in the mood for <laughs> every, every night yeah every night it's not like lost though where lost it had a similar like 10 second opening wasn't even a, an opening credit sequence yeah. it was just a, a title card basically but it was kind of spooky and it uh, ominous and it set the mood and that was cool and this i just think it's uh dumb i like the you ever see ali mcbill it always started off with that one song from that one uh, musician. Vonda Shepard? Yeah. And she was like in every episode, they would just go to the bar where she was playing. Yeah, she was the house musician. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember the opening credits. It was just like a song by Vonda Shepard. But it was just like, oh, yeah, all right. They're going to do the whole like song now. And um, do they ever do it? Do I they ever do the whole song? Yeah, like they, last episode, is there a montage where the whole song plays and everybody's like, oh. Oh, like when they added the, uh, when they did like the friend song with like all the extra verses they added for the single release. Sure. Or like the second to last episode of Breaking Bad where the, the little jangly theme like kind of gets fleshed into a whole song and you're like, oh, shit. No, I don't No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Well, we're going to fire up Netflix after all this. All right. Marshall Flinkman's gadget this week, as we alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. it's a briefcase with a hydraulic luge in it. 
that travels <laughs> at 150 miles an hour. And, uh, <laughs> and what happens if uh, what happens if she dies? He's gonna miss her. Yeah, Kevin Weisman, you're killing it. You won't follow us back on Twitter. That's okay. We won't hold it against you. Sydney has to go meet with Arv, and he gives her a seed box from 1910. What the hell is a seed box? I don't know. It's a box for seeds. What's a what's a seed box? Sydney's got a seed box. Arvin never sleeps at night. I feel that's like contextual. It's uh, okay. That's, that is canon. Come on. Yeah, that's canon. <laughs> I'll, I'll concede that. But I feel like Arvin is putting an undue emotional burden on Sydney. He has no one else to relate to. He's not aware that she's aware that he's a monster who killed his wife. Yeah. So he's just like, oh, Sydney actually probably does like... This is like every working relationship with the boss everyone has ever had. It's like, oh, this actually, this person actually thinks I like and respect them, even though I'm just here because I have to be here. Not me and my boss. No illusions. No. <laughs> he, he, he smiles at me once a year during the Christmas party. And then other than that, stony silence. Yeah. It's the way it should be. Uh, I respect the hell out of him. Should <laughs> like he listen? Stony silence. Yeah, and then we're 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 in the AV closet. Goddamn cricket! The, now it's all I hear. That fucking cricket! You can hear it now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, so are they trying to signify that they're also? I remember like that. I feel like cricket is shorthand for it's nighttime. So are they trying to signify or create the atmosphere of oh they're meeting in the AV closet at night? Were that the case, yeah. I would say all right. But it's not even consistent in that way. Yeah. Instead, it's just an AV closet with a cricket in it. Yeah. It's uh, it's annoying. It's really irritating. <laughs> it's making me miss crickets now that I reflect on it. You don't got crickets? No. Not, oh, not dude. You have crickets? No. Some, no. Yeah, it's here. you don't have crickets here. That's true. In California, they're fucking everywhere. And spiders. I think in the rest of the world, probably. Yeah. At least in America. But what's the difference? So the CIA countermission... Of course. They always got a counter mission. Is uh, Sydney has to replace the SD6 circuit board on this, uh, what is it? Shuttle? Satellite. Yeah, satellite. Satellite. That's what the camera's in. Mm-hmm. With a CIA camera so the CIA can intercept the photos. It's the same shit that she's going to be doing for the next, you know, 77 episodes or so. Yeah, So parallel. get used to it now. Yeah. All right? And we're also kind of seeing. Uh, what others have pointed out about uh, James Bond is that now Sydney is also an expert in everything. So she's an expert in uh, in installing a fucking camera and a satellite. I couldn't even begin to think. All right, first I'm going to open up a rocket. Then I'm. Well, she's gonna... just changing like a circuit board, right? I don't know. Like that's the thing. I don't know. Is it? It could anything be that simple? For sure. you ever replaced say... the the memory in your computer? Uh, no. Oh, it's a breeze. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Just buy a new computer because I got money. <laughs> and <laughs> I piss on the old one. Pay someone. You got to piss on something to yeah. carry it out. Piss on them as they're doing it. They cry. And I just throw <laughs> sweaty money at their face. Yeah. And I buy a new computer. The money soaked with piss. It it's, smells terrible. Yeah. You're gonna throw it away anyway. Yeah, exactly. At Sydney's place. It's Sydney's place. We find out that Vaughn and Will are gonna meet at last. Though I felt like they already met last season, but I don't remember. Will was really high at the end, so his memory yeah. could be fuzzy. Oh, wait, wait. I, I was thinking of like the exterminator. That wasn't uh, Will met an exterminator, but it wasn't Vaughn. No, it was a real exterminator. Yeah, <laughs> we thought it was going to be a hitman. Yeah. Oh, he's dead. Will's got some kind of weird mullet going. <laughs> Narcotics Anonymous not doing that well for him. Is this where he's trying to drink a beer, or is that last episode? Yeah. No, that's uh, that's this one. Sydney's like, 
Put that away. No, she grabs it she very smartly. And then Francie scolds Sydney. Sydney for drinking, yeah. Yeah, which is, Francie's good. Yeah, but she's trying to, like, start a restaurant with the help of the it's mob. opening so tomorrow good? night. How fucking fast did this restaurant open? I mean, when you got, once you got... Uh, she just signed the lease on the place last week. She got Metro Column Will to, you know, dot all the I's and get everything fucking... The dishwasher's not hooked up. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It seems like, hey, man, delay the soft opening of your restaurant until you've correctly hooked up the dishwasher. Well, yeah, like plumbing and shit. Like it's gonna that's Will gonna needs be a to wash the flatware. Yeah. He's, he's gotta be good for something. Sydney promises that she's gonna make it back in time for the opening of Francie's restaurant. She's has, never been uh back in time for anything for Francie. But she has to alright, so her thing is that she's going to Sri Lanka, yeah. which is where the Asiatic Space Agency is. <laughs> that goes off in a timely fashion. Then she has to debrief at SD6. And then immediately, we're not there yet, but she, she has to go off to Siberia. So she right. definitely missed the opening to Francie's restaurant. She, she, she's just trying to have it all. It's, it's never addressed that she missed well, Francie's restaurant opening. I'm sure it's going to be a whole to-do in one of the upcoming episodes. Is Now that uh, Will is in Narcotics Anonymous, mm-hmm. can we keep referring to uh, Arvin as Alan on Bob Paladin? <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that tasteful? Um, there's, there's N.A. Yeah. N.A. is a thing. So, yeah. He's very, I was thinking about, that was one of my notes, is, uh, uh Arvin got jowls. Like, just jowls for days. There's, like, a, a thing in the intro where, like, he has, he just looks like a puffer fish. He kind of just throws out his jowls. Like, when he's thinking about something, like, Sydney will allude to something about his wife dying. Or there's that weird, like, thing where Sydney will be like, uh, you must miss her. Like, she'll say, she said something, and, like, he just, like, he looked at her and then like he just his jowls went out like uh the Laposaurus in Jurassic Park and he's really into wearing giant oversized suits now like like big like David <laughs> Burns stop, stop, stop making suits stop making suits big yeah. uh David Burns stop making sense suits yeah and just keep swimming in the neck that's what he that was the version he used for the men's warehouse right stop making suits <laughs> god damn it that's good so in Sri Lanka, we got the establishing shot. ASA. I think that CGI rocket's pretty good. I like the music. Uh, Dixon's looking awesome on that hill. Yeah. He's good with computers. Yeah. So good. The mission control set looks like shit. <laughs> it looks... It, that has to be like a UC Santa Barbara like science lab. It's just like a cement it, yeah. room. Yeah. With a window in it, and uh, yeah, it was it was it's, yeah, it's some it's some like state university's uh, science center. So, Mister Vashko, the guy that uh, is running the space agency, did you recognize him? I did not. He's Billy Crystals from uh, from Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My career was in the hamper until I signed up for the Tim and Eric seminar on how to make it in Hollywood. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy Crystals. <laughs> So uh, it's a great th- band name. This is before uh, Tim and Eric by yeah. about five years. Yeah. So he, for all we know, he's telling the truth. Uh, that's true. There might be something. There might be something to uh, the Tim and Eric how to make it in Hollywood. Hey, Billy Crystals has gone further than <laughs> I have. He's been on Alias. Uh, I'm talking about it 15 years later. So, yeah. I mean, we're talking know. about Billy Crystals in the present tense. So the fuck's on us. Yeah. Like the way people talk about Kennedy. 
Uh, it's exactly the same. Uh, uh, Adderall addicted uh, womanizer. Adderall. Uh, are you talking about George Kennedy? Get mad at them eggs, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Am I okay with a rocket luge? Rocket luge. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm okay with a rocket luge. I kind of was okay with it too. I, I like think that she was. Uh, I was gonna say she's dressed up, kind of looked like like one of the like the red jumpsuit girls from Octopussy, kind of like mixed with Mike TV from Willy Wonka. I think this is the show knowing what it is. Yeah. And saying, you know what? We're, it's the 70s. This is Wonder Woman. This is the A-Team. <laughs> Chekhov's you know. Rocket Luge. If you, if you have That's someone true. set up like, oh, you better make it in time before that rocket if, goes off. If, uh, if a man with normal size hands <laughs> gives you a suitcase with a rocket luge inside, you better see that rocket luge uh, flying through a tunnel. Yeah. Otherwise, you're in violation. And Chekhov's going to be pissed. Yeah, he, he sends you a fucking letter and a cease and desist. <laughs> does he come up later? Chekhov does come up later, right? In uh, our, yeah. li- our, our the lit class we have after this? No, in uh, on Sark's monitor and uh, during Will's hypnotherapy session. We'll, c- we'll we'll get there. Okay. All right. So back in Los Angeles. Oh, wait, are we still talking about the luge? You got more. Escape? Well, uh, the are we still talking about Sark? Um. At the at the ASA, yeah, go where for he, it. Where he says, like, uh, it's th- your podcast too, Mitchell. That's true. Even well, if you didn't print out your notes, I, well, why? I have technology. I'm like uh, dwarf hands. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Sark calls it like a. He's like trying to insult them by calling a second rate Na- calling it a second rate NASA. Yeah, it, it clearly is just NASA without the first letter uh, attached <laughs> to it. Right. I'm just like, yeah, this was. <laughs> The audience figured that out. It's like, oh, this is the poor man's NASA. It seems like it should be a bigger deal because NASA, National, United States, okay. Asiatic, <laughs> just, that's continental. Yeah. That's an entire continent. That, well, they're in Sri Lanka, so that's like the southern Asia, right? No, but it's Asiatic. Yeah. So in theory, it's, uh, you know, they got uh, not just, uh, you got Taiko knots. Yeah. And you got, uh, I don't know, whatever you would call a, a Korean astronaut. You got them all in there. That's true. I don't know uh, if any other countries in Asia have Lao Lao not Lao not. Yeah, Laos isn't going to get to space. Yeah, they are. They should just resign themselves to that now. They can look at the moon, but they ain't tasting it. They got all those lakes full of lusion, or not lusion, uh, tubing. Tubing. You can go, go tubing. You sit in an inner tube and you get pulled by a boat. You can do that anywhere. You can go to the Finger Lakes and do that. Yeah, it's got to be cool in Laos though. I don't know. There's uh, those lakes probably in their lake beds. It's full of skulls. What <laughs> house is fucked up? Yeah, it's like fucking uh, Lord Vigo from Ghostbusters Two. It's exactly the same. Lord Vigo didn't sit in a winter tube in a lake. We sat on a throne of skulls. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> is it for Carpathians? Yeah, the, uh, uh, the throne of skulls listen. is equivalent to uh, an inner tube in a, on a cool lake. Nothing is going to happen in this. Like, by the, by our age, we know that nothing is going to happen the way we think it's going to happen. No. So you're either going to get like you want the throne of skulls, but you're going to have to settle for the lake bed that's littered with skulls. We're 25 episodes into this as of this recording. Wow. So we have 77-ish more episodes, which means that, in all likelihood, by the end of this, one of us is going to be a millionaire, or one of us is going to be dead. Or both. Maybe it'll be the same guy. <laughs> well, one of us could be dead. and Well, one of us, there's four possibilities there in, okay. that, in that matrix. Yeah. You don't you need could to go be, through... You could be dead and a millionaire. Uh-huh. 
you could be dead. You're, you're going to go through and all I could of be them. a millionaire. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then vice versa. You're doing the like the Punnett square of uh, yeah, yeah, like determining all the the possible the genetic Gregor Mendel, yeah, uh, pea pods shit. Yeah, yeah, that's, well, that's what you did. Okay, well, I swear to God, I heard a cricket too at some point in the whole ASA. Was it our audience? Yes, <laughs> being very sarcastic, <laughs> tweeting crickets at us. <laughs> I would be flattered. Yeah, like just tw- in parentheses, cricket tweet. I'm mostly impressed that we, off the cuff, yeah, improvised a joke about early genetics. Yeah, <laughs> knowledge that I don't think we're not just uh, either of us knew the other had when we sat down. We are not just like this. Yeah, this is like a uh, a testing of how much we're high a school s- bullshit we we're each a of us remember. Smart remembered. person podcast. Yeah, we're basically like a radio lab, but you know, without all that. Uh, interesting shit and listenability we're we're not uh we, we don't uh you know try to layer that false humility about how smart we are we're, we're gonna go out and say it like it oh. took some time to figure out this clever shit give us credit no it didn't credit take any due. time it fell off the truck yeah. as far as i'm concerned oh yeah yeah it was a freebie all right so, so yeah i swear to god there was a fucking uh cricket in that scene at some point in 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 the asa yeah the uh, the poor man's nest <laughs> Back in Los Angeles, Will is get wait. Hold on, what does this say? Oh, tripping in the darkness. Uh, I was thinking, man, white guys look alike. Yeah, they really do, especially these two. Like Vaughn and Tippin, their elevator moment. He's got a yeah, the rendezvous at a parking garage. They're in what in an elevator? Yeah, very civil. Very, I mean, as you would expect. They're, yeah, they're both nice men. Tippin sizing up the competition. Someone that has a job. Who's not a, uh, a heroin, heroin addict. addict. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, I can't go to hypnotherapy because of Francie's restaurant. Yeah. And uh, Will Vaughn is like, I'm not fucking Jack uh, Bristow. I'm not going to I'm not going to make it so you can't wear a hat again or threaten you. I'm going to say, like, all right, we can reschedule. Yeah. For tomorrow. Yeah. Is tomorrow. Good. Let's do tomorrow. This is, the, this is the time, too, when you can't just look at your phone and be like, oh, no, I got a, a conference call. I got to jump on. And you have to say, like, oh, all right. And Will hates Vaughn. He can't compete. Nope. Nope. He's just a, an unemployed heroin addict with a mullet. His shitty, uh, I n- guess, of n- the era, not of the era, glasses. They're kind of like, lo- like they're like uh, era agnostic. agnostic. Yeah. All right. Let's go with that. SD6. We find out Sark has pointed the camera at Siberia where there's a bunch of tunnels. There's a bunch of ice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah well, uh, forming the Rambaldi symbol. Under the frozen tundrosity, <laughs> as uh, Marshall Flankman says, which isn't a thing. I'm like, is tundrosity a thing? It's not a thing. Yeah, he's just trying to be he's trying to church it up for those bored people. And it's good, <coughs> Kevin Weissman nailing it as always. And in the middle of the tunnel is an object, notably composed of metal, which is directly from the dialogue. That's, notably composed of metal. It's an object notably composed of metal. A metal object. Could could that have saved? Is there Archie getting paid by the word like Dickens or something? Well, what the hell does notably composed of metal mean? Like what? Like a wrench? Yeah. Like uh, that doesn't mean anything. It's it's these things. It's I like enjoy a, like it. A, uh, what, what's no? What's notably com, uh, steel lunchbox? A thermos? Sure. Uh, like one of those like girder beams that the an eye beam. Yeah, an eye beam. Yeah. I guess t- if you could tell by how it was shaped. You're like, all right, well, wood can't be shaped that way, or this material that ha- that clearly wood can has be to shaped be. in any way. I know that from my years of training 
Really? Under my father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's wood. Well, okay, so, but metal can, all right, there has to be a certain shape that metal can uh, hold mm-hmm. that wood can't, just I... in terms of, like, being able to, what is it, tenacity? What's the... I don't know. We See, we've lost the thread now that we're trying to test each other's knowledge. But I'm just saying, like, maybe if it's, no, if it's notably metal, maybe it's because it's in a shape that just would... It would be stupid to you. Yes, wood could hold that shape, but it would be stupid to do wood when you had metal. You know what I'm saying? I think this in-wave camera can detect the composition of things. Maybe. That's my guess. Why not? If it can see through 100 meters of any solid material, you name it, if it's solid, it can see through it. We don't know that, but they also didn't specify. Right. So I'm saying, yeah, anything, any solid material. It could be 100 feet b- beneath the surface of the moon. Yeah. And uh, they're going to find your, your object notably composed of metal. <laughs> it's a fucking stupid show. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Sydney, she's off to Siberia. The, her missing the Francis restaurant opening. We all knew that was going to happen. Maybe all, it's going to be some disaster. Usually, she's a pretty reliable friend. Yeah, well, she made it to the. She made it in time to stop the wedding in Las Vegas. Yeah, so it seems like oh, how is she going to do this with the restaurant opening? And she's she's just not. Yeah. And uh, if they don't address this in the next episode, oh, they will. Uh, they have to. They they have no other like uh, well, if threads to pull there. If they're good, they will. Yeah. But it seems to be like their her relationship with Francie and uh, Tippin. They're trying to emphasize that Sydney is pulled in all these different directions. She's uh, wearing all these aliases. This, uh, trusting, loyal friend, uh, grad student, uh, bank clerk, uh-huh. CIA, double agent, SD6 agent. Uh-huh. But I don't know. It's kind of like just cut the, uh, just do the thing you have to do and like cut your ties to Francie and these people. You're just going to yeah. get them killed. You, this show started with you getting your goddamn fiance killed like the cut. inciting incident yeah it incited some shit you want to talk about will's uh cia hypnotherapy session oh, that was pretty good yeah you like that yeah why don't you talk about it they had some wonderful woman give him some drugs and he's looking at was a, he on drugs no he was just hip- i thought they, they put something in his arm to relax him maybe oh that I could, could be. i could be mis- misremembering i'd have to be put under hypnosis to uh get to the truth mm. of me being on my phone while i was watching this but uh he's somehow able to see sark sark's uh like uh word perfect 98 um open where he sees what he sees like nabokov he's a bunch of uh russian authors uh-huh nabokov oh, like you said Chekhov. uh you got two more uh go gogol no uh Tolstoy. Yep, yep. Uh Dostoevsky. You got it. Yeah. Those are the four. And Sydney's mom has to translate the names to make them relevant codes and like, for yeah, the Rambaldi music of box. Of course, yeah. Of course, like we need it couldn't be I don't know. It was obviously like, oh, this is so stupid. So I don't wanna this just occurred to me. So all right, so you need these codes for the Rambaldi music box. And the codes are derived from the names of these uh Russian writers from, you know, yeah. 19th century, 20th Antiquity. century. And Rambaldi was Renaissance. So it's, you know, I, I know that Rambaldi is prophetic, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it seems weirdly specific that, you know. No, I, I was thinking it's weirdly specific that her MFA uh, comes in handy oh, at yeah. some point. Well, it's, but like Rambaldi, you know, he's like, well, you know, 
Hellfire is going to be a hell of a book. Yeah. Oh, it fucking. I haven't gotten to it. Yet. Yeah. It's. I. I need to. Uh, on my list of of Russian writers for my music box, <laughs> Nabokov's going to get in there. It's a. I don't know. It's a, a weird. Uh, not explained. So they're in Siberia. Is this what Siberia looks like? Um, like a matte painting. Yeah, uh, like like the <laughs> Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that, right? When, when they oh, were totally. inside, was like, yeah. oh, this is like a wonderful matte painting. No, like I say, it's in my notes. Weird matte painting of the ice cave. Yeah, and it's yeah, like it's unusually bright for a cave. Yeah, uh, I've not been in that many caves. Probably more than most. How many caves have you been in? Uh, I'd say more than five, but less than a hundred. Really? Yeah, that's a lot of caves. I you mean, think so? I've been in I've been in uh, Crystal Cavern in Sequoia National Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't say that I've actually been in any other cave. That's it? Does Subway count as a cave? Uh, it will someday. Yeah. yeah. So Arvin's drinking a lot. Yeah, he's drinking whiskey. Look, it, probably good whiskey. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Emily's garden bloomed roses again. After he uh, asked Sydney to come take care of him since she's in absentia, i.e. death. And... Arvin just got a ghost call from the B&B in Sonoma <laughs> just in time for Halloween Ooh. a week ago. You... God damn it. Hey, it wasn't my fault. You blame your subway train. You should have tweeted at the MTA. I, I did do. tweet at the MTA. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I read their Twitter and they said there was an incident at Met Stadium. Yeah. And I said, well, fuck you. <laughs> You're not going to help me record my alias podcast. They should know that. Um, I thought that the I thought what at first was going to happen was he was going to notice the bug that Sydney planted, like in his pen uh, holder, his pen holding cup, which everyone has in an office at some point. I don't remember her planting that bug. Remember, that's how they uh, she had to go in there at some point in the first season. She, she's like, oh, I'll get I'll go get the wine. I know. I, I remember yeah. that he whole was, he, thing. Yeah. She was planting a bug so they could listen in on his conversation. OK. One sided conversations, apparently. But anyway one-sided because it was like it was it wasn't in the receiver or anywhere near the phone it was like in it was an object on his desk that wasn't the phone okay. so all they were going to hear was him talking yeah, yeah. Uh, my name's arvin Marvin, yep uh how dead is she going to be <laughs> all right well uh, I'll, I'll take her to her next chemo appointment hold on there's someone here that wants to kill me jack and arena it's uh i like this yeah he's this is where he gives he's <laughs> spoiler alert on the costume that Sydney, what? He tells, uh, wait, no, wait, Sydney tells her. She, t- he tells Sydney what she was because Irina asked Sydney, what were you for that pageant? Oh, right, right, right. She didn't remember, and Jack tells her. Jack tells Sydney, Sydney tells Irina. So does it come up again in this conversation? Um, she's a turkey, right? Yeah. I think, I, so. I think that's um, midway, because in this conversation, I think it's where Jack confronts Arena to say, you know, don't hurt my little girl. Yeah. Or, you know, and uh, no Bob Dylan song is going to save you. I'm going to come down in there, do he, something. Yeah. And there's a <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, a reference to what Jack did to Sydney after Arena disappeared. And what did he do to Sydney after Arena disappeared? I don't know. It's uh, it's alluded to uh, become I, a terrible dad and drink a lot. How would Arena know that? Uh, I don't know. She'll, she'll sweat it out of somebody. Vaughn, you know Vaughn's soft. He's going to talk. He's going to spill the beans. Kendall's going to yell at him. Jack's going to just make it so he can't wear a hat ever again. You, because he's going to cut off the top of his head? Probably. I, 
that's terrible. Look at bitter. Have we seen bitter beer face? I don't think so. No. I mean, would we recognize him in a hat? Nope. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> I recognize him as Benedict Arnold. Yeah. So, uh, Siberia, we got the weird little treasure chest. <laughs> There's a music box inside. Yeah. Uh, Sydney, she's getting attacked from she's, under the ice. She has a... How her, does this work? Her face looks like she ate like a bunch of like uh, glazed donuts. Yeah. It's... it's I like it. I like the weird sort of slipshod nature of yeah. the sequence. Slipshod? Yeah. Uh, is that correct? Slipshod? I think so. Yeah? It's not slipshot. slipshod. No, I, I know the, yeah. the word is slipshod, but is that is that applicable Yeah, it kind of means a half-assed. Okay. Or just jerry-rigged, uh, uh, yeah. you know, what have you. Sure. Um, but uh, how does that work? She's getting attacked from under the ice. Where are they coming from? The, the, under the ice. The, the frozen water. So the ice layer, and then the, oh, there's like ice cold water under it. So, but they're not in scuba gear, are they? No. So, like, uh, is this a, another set of tunnels under oh, the ice? I don't know. Is I just it, assumed that they were in scuba gear. Uh, maybe, and I missed it. Yeah, um, but I think they were in scuba gear. Um, sorry, dry suits doesn't seem to dry suits. Yeah, that's like what they have instead of wetsuits. So when you're like in temperatures that cold. Like you don't actually have like wetsuits have, um, you get water in between you and the suit, oh, and right, your body right, right. heat insulates it. Dry mm-hmm. suits it keeps you completely dry. So you I get see. Hypothermia. I'm learning. Um, but yeah, there's a fun fight between Sydney and Sark. Wings uh, a nice a pickaxe <laughs> into his thigh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Very Tomb Raider esque. Yeah, and um, then you know what she spritzes the music box with acid. What, what does she right. spritz it with? I, I'm assuming it's some type of uh, corrosive. Well, it definitely, yeah. it's definitely it's melting a, away. A corrosive, yeah. yeah. That music box melting uh, uh, like a bitch, and then um, music box blows a fuse. And then the ice under Sydney's feet gets shot up. She falls into the water, and it oh, freezes over top of and, her. And uh, Mantis said, "Like, oh, watch where you step. If uh, you freeze in four, four seconds. seconds, yeah. So you know, is that right? Four seconds? I don't know. It's something. It's a ridiculous. It's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's like YouTube videos. Ice cold. There's YouTube videos of people like throwing uh, hot boiling water in the air, and you see it like freeze, sure, like almost instantaneously. Like leaves, it leaves like a trail. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it could happen. I, I guess. Um, so we leave the episode. You're gonna like this. Where I'm going with this? Sydney's beneath the thin ice, like yeah. uh, like the Pink Floyd song. Which Pink Floyd song? It's off of uh, the Wall. I don't know the Wall that well. All right. Well, do you know Animals? Yeah. All right. Do I? I don't like this. Is the thing uh, you've touched upon a a, a weird. Uh, uh, well, animal- final frontier of mine is that I don't have a lot of Pink Floyd knowledge. Animals by Pink Floyd came out in January of 1977. Okay. Do you think that those boys would have been... <laughs> those lads, as they called over there, across the pond? Uh, would those lads be so dour if they knew that in six months they could see Star Wars? Uh, I don't think anyone would have. I think the Cold War would have ended. They would have had, like, Salt 3, like, fuck it, let's just get rid of nukes. Salt 3? There was Salt 2. Or was that Salt 1? With Angelina Jolie? Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of X versus Sever. And that was Lucy Liu. And uh, uh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. It's like the... Ballistic tri- X versus Sever. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Salt 2 was the... the, the oh, actually. <laughs> actually. It was called Ballistic colon X versus Sever. <laughs> 
EVS. Um, have to mansplain. <laughs> X versus Sever. Ballistic to me. X versus Sever. Something that I, a movie I've never seen, but it's widely considered one of the the worst movies ever made. I bet I watch it this week. Oh, I think so. I think a lot. I think our listener will be watching it too. <laughs> Keep up with this. Um, you were saying about uh, well, it's just that uh, you know that the the treaty between the U.S. and the uh, Soviet Union to. In not disarm, but to limit the amount of new of nuclear warhead proliferation. Ah, yeah, I'm just saying that. Would you think would they be so dour if they saw Star Wars? I think a lot of things would have changed. But then again, uh, nothing did really change after people saw Star Wars. So, yeah, it, we we act like it was a big deal, but really it was business as usual. Yeah, people just acted like uh, well. Now we have all of this other shit, and then there's Yodas and things. Yeah, and then, like, there's Star Wars, but then there's a toy company that, like, makes it fucking into a goddamn commercial entity. Kenner. Kenner? Kenner. I had the Hasbro ones. Yeah, that was the 90s. Yeah. I, I, I was, like... Hasbro Galoob. I was 11 or 12, and I opened that fucking package, and I played with those motherfuckers. I don't care what anyone thinks. So this was the end of the episode. Hmm? No hanger-based wordplay. There's no, no hanger. uh, you know, there's, there can't be an ice hanger. Yeah, I guess you said uh, she's under thin ice. Under the thin ice. Under the thin ice. Under the thin ice. Yeah. Um, fuck you, I wrote it down. The next episode is called Dead Drop. Dead Drop. How do you like that? I like it. Yeah. I'm um, hoping uh, they open up the ice and like she just pops out like encased in a perfectly rectangular cube <laughs> of ice and like floats at the uh, very top. Like Daffy Duck? Yeah. Yeah, I would like that too. It'd be great. Rambaldi, uh, you believe in Rambaldi, some wacky shit's going to happen. If that doesn't happen, the writers of next week's episode, they're going to get some... Uh, discouraging tweets from me i hope it uh the just scene opens on a collection of people in spectacles and sport coats uh with little like lanyards around their neck talking about rambaldi at like a certified uh, rambaldi experts convention and then uh, we cut to sydney in a stupid wig <laughs> sussing about trying to get one off on the old experts of rambaldi eating one of those Shitty pretzels that they sell at the Javits Center. Yeah, just they have like, you know. Waiting in line con. Kind of <laughs> just uh, like those little like saucers and uh, coffee cups next to those. Uh, well, not sternos. Uh, what are the just um, big thermoses of coffee that they have? Urns. Urns, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a like, waste of everyone's time. Just like uh, Macho Man Randy Savage using what's ever around as a prop for his uh, promos with Mean Gene. Next time, don't bother going to RambaldiCon. No. Because all of the panels are going to be on YouTube the same day. Instantaneously. They're going to be on Facebook Live or whatever. Yeah. So save yourself the $80 registration fee. You don't have to take off work on Friday or go to the preview on Thursday. You can just watch all of the panels on Facebook Live or on YouTube. Don't worry about RambaldiCon. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about waiting in line to see uh, Irina speak. Yeah. The, the most certified of all the experts. So um, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yes. At Warm Gents. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Why not? Why not? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing that you can't just be like, uh, yeah. I hate this. Um, yeah. Well, what else we got? We're, war- we're warm gentlemen. And yeah. here we come. Yeah, we are the Warm Gents. Uh, thank you for listening. It's uh, been a pleasure to... Uh, annoy you with uh, alias recaps all right and this whole time we will uh, catch you in a week or so for dead drop and uh tear garden are here to play us out play us out tear garden have a good night bye